Hello all, this is JC3 from Is This Real? Do you want to start your own podcast? Then look no further than Buzzsprout.com. We here at Green Hour Media use Buzzsprout, and we love the team at Buzzsprout. They are all about helping you succeed. Buzzsprout gets your show listed in every major podcast platform. Follow the link in our show notes to let Buzzsprout know that we sent you. It gets you a $20 paid Amazon gift card if you sign up with a paid plan and help support our show. Join us and over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout.com to get your message out to the world. From the Keith Vincent Kayla Studios in Patterson, New Jersey, Green Hour Media proudly presents Is This Real? Tonight, what is the curse of Tutankhamen? We'll discuss. Now your host, JC3. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to another fantastic episode of Is This Real? Is This Real? Tonight's episode, as you can see to this dickhead to the left of me, or right of me, uh, we are doing King Tut, the curse doo-doo. of the Tut Man. Doo-doo. Doo-doo. Uh, in the booth tonight with me, I have uh, Big Joe. Big Joe, say hello to hello everybody. Hello to everybody. So we have Big Joe over there. We have Mr. West in the corner. I can't, or form, formerly known as Eric, now Mr. West. Mr. West, say hello to everybody. Hello, everybody. Wait till he turns himself into a symbol. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) On my right side, again, as you can see, he is Mr. Uh, The Pope himself. I'm the the Pharaoh tonight. He's the Pharaoh tonight. Just for tonight's episode. I I don't know, Anthony, from the chin up with that hat on, you actually look like the the Las Vegas casino. I don't know. (laughs) The Luxor. Damn. (laughs) Damn. I'll take that as a compliment. Okay. And I'm JC3. So tonight's episode, as we continue our season of curses, now we're on episode two. Yes. We are... um, Talking about the curse of King Tutankhamun. Yes. Tutankhamun, I said that correctly. So right? Yes, you did. So he, that was the pharaoh, right? The pharaoh, he was yes. a pharaoh, yes. <laughs> yes, he was a pharaoh. So let's get some Let's get some history down first. Well, hold up, hold up. Wait, wasn't he the youngest one? No. He wasn't a... He was a young pharaoh. He was only about 19 years old when he died. Hey, where's the young pharaoh? So, okay, <laughs> do, does anyone know why they mummified motherfuckers? Well, it wasn't, wasn't that they were like religion, not religion, but like they believed... There's an afterlife, and that they put, they mummify them and put all their wealthy possessions in the in the room with them, so they could have it in the afterlife. Yes, they believe that like the afterlife is just like regular life, which is fucking weird. So when you died, they were sniffing a lot of blue lily flowers. Oh dear God! <laughs> when you died, you got to take all your shit with lotus. you. I think right, blue lotus. Mm-hmm. Which means that when you were buried. They put all your shit in there, like, you know, your, your fucking video game system, your fucking, your books, any type of entertainment shit. No video game system. Anthony. Slaves that you had, any pets, it's like, go in there, foo-foo, You're, just throw them in the fucking tomb, and they sealed it up. Oh, they no. put live people it's in blue, the tomb it's with blue these people? lotus flower. Yes. And didn't these people know they were going in the tomb, or? Well, if you were a slave, you had no choice. <laughs> The whole that's the whole concept of being I a slave. Sure, I, you know, this is going to sound a little stupid, but I hope no one had claustrophobia. Well, there was people who were like there were guards. Like this is my job to guard the pharaoh. I'm his Wasn't guard, this, so I will guard the, him in the afterlife. Were the Jewish people the slaves back then? What? Weren't the Jewish people the slaves back? We're then? not. Nope. Yes. Nope. We're not touching that one. Well, I know it's the truth. Historically speaking, they built the pyramids. 
I can honestly think that these guys were locked in with him after about three or four hours going, you know you know what, Hans? I think we made a fucking mistake. Hans? They were uh, German? They were, they were, well, you know, tell them when I come I don't think this was a good best idea. They don't let, they haven't left us enough strudel. Please, for the love of God. For the love of God, can you continue with your history lesson? So they would mummify motherfuckers, and this was a long process to mummify Yikes. someone because you had to dry a person out. You had to take to remove all the organs because they believed that the way you look in death, in like lying in your sarcophagus, uh-huh. is the way your spirit looks in the afterlife. So they were very against like desecrating remains because they believed that that person's spirit is going to be desecrated in the afterlife as well. Did any of these spirits, um, is there any stories of these spirits actually coming back to haunt people? Well, or? the ancient religion goes like this, right? You have Osiris, which would be the god of the dead. Not Anubis, who was the god of funerals. They were very specific with their gods. You know, and they had Jeff, the god of biscuits. And then you had... <laughs> you all right, Joey? <coughs> Fuck you! Mikey, the god of headdresses. They ran out of names and shit after a while, but everyone got a god. But Osiris, the legend goes that Osiris was a living person, and then he was, uh, he pissed someone off, and they killed him, and they chopped his body up into like 18 pieces or some shit. And they hid it all across Egypt. And his wife, Isis, if I'm not fucking this up. I think it was his, I think it was, uh, I think Isis was his mother. Okay, it could have been his uh, mother. And um, the person that, that that killed him was Seth. Okay, I don't know that part of it. I think I think that's how it goes. It's it pretty could much be. it's pretty much the Egyptian but it's pretty much the Egyptian story of Jesus Christ. Essentially, because this uh, whoever it was brought all the pieces back together again, sewed his ass up, and he became the god of the dead. He basically came back to life, and he said that you have to mummify people the way you mummified me because that is going to attack their soul in the afterlife. Right, right. And then they started making, you know, these tombs. And the biggest area is right now that we know of is called the Valley of the Kings, where there was a lot of pharaohs mm-hmm. that were buried there. They all got their own pyramid? Or? They, not, no, they didn't get their own pyramid. They got their own tomb. You know, when I heard that, they, oh, they, the pyramids were built by slaves, I thought they were built by bricks. I didn't think... <laughs> I mean, building by slaves, the pyramid's not going to last that long. What? You know what's really bad interesting, pharaoh, Joe? Bad pharaoh, bad shut pharaoh, shut the up. fuck up. Shut what's, up. Hold on, what's really interesting, Joey, I don't know if you know this, there was one pharaoh they found in the Valley of the Kings, and this was very strange because they opened up his tomb, and it was filled with all their usual stuff, a lot of gold, and for whatever reason, a lot of delicate and decadent chocolate. This was known as the tomb... Of uh, Pharaoh Rocher. I don't know know if you knew that. I fucking hate you. (laughs) Kem, for the love of God, can we please get back to the fucking episode? Okay. King Tut. Okay. So, uh, King Tut... Is a, okay, when it comes to the Egyptian kings, they married brother to sister to keep the bloodline pure. It was fucking weird. Ew. And King Tut became... They fucked each other. They did. And King Tut became... Um, he was fucked up. Like, he had a cleft foot, you know, like a club foot. He had, like, def- like he was deformed. No, you don't say. <laughs> yeah, after nine generations. Who would have thought? But <laughs> he came out all fucking geeked up. And he... Uh, 
he had two children with his sister, although they were both stillbirths, and then he died at like 19 years old, right? So they tossed his ass, they buried him. Now, throughout the millennia, I mean, you think of any everybody who's invaded Egypt. You have Napoleon who invaded Egypt. You had uh, uh, the Romans who invaded Egypt. The Crusades invaded Egypt. They were storming the Valley of the Kings over and over again. Right. But for whatever reason, Tut's tomb was always missed. No one ever found his tomb. Now, was his tomb in a pyramid? His tomb was not a pyramid, no. It was just another plot in the Valley of the Kings. So this guy named Howard Carter who was originally, uh, he was an artist who was depicting hieroglyphs. And he caught on that, he caught that there was another mummy out there that we don't know about. He hasn't been found. It was a name on a parchment that was found in another Egyptian uh, pharaoh's tomb. And it was, on the parchment was Tutankhamun. And he's like, well, we never found King Tut. So he's got to be out there somewhere. So he started his own investigation and he hooked up with this guy named George Herbert, who was the fifth Earl of Carvanon, a British aristocrat, who basically like, oh, Egypt's lovely. And he funded it. He's like, Howard, go be a doll. Dig up in the desert. Find me a mummy. Thank you, sir. And he, he funded all of this. And it went five years. I'm sure it did go something like that, too. It went five years and nothing happened. He couldn't find shit. And Howard, he's like, I'm closing up shop. The purse strings must come to a close. And and he convinced him, like, dude, give me one more season out here. One more season. And he said, all right, very well. And he went. And he did the last season. And as he was digging, they found a fucking step. They found a, a stone step. Right. So they kept digging and digging, and it led all the way down to a door. And above the door, you know, pretty much it said, like, here lies Tutankhamen. Oh, my God. So they found it. And they dug deep. They dug out the whole door. And the door still had the rope around the handle. Meaning that nobody had ever entered it for 3,000 years. Oh, my God. Right? But. But here's the thing. Uh, Howard couldn't just kick the door down and say, I'm here. Let's do this shit. Why not? Because he had to wait for uh, the Earl of Carvernod to come down from England. Because it was his find. Because they, because together, right. they were splitting everything they found with the country of Egypt. Mm-hmm. 50-50. So he gets down there, and they open the door. And Now, before they do that, he opens, he drills a small hole in the door in the upper right corner. And he looks in with a candle, and he's like, there's fucking gold in there. So he gets down there, they open the door up, and it is like the worst... Like, kind of, um, you ever seen that show, uh, what's it, um, where they're pack rats? Hoarders. Hoarders. There's shit everywhere. There's fucking chariots, there's, there's beds, there's drawers, there's artifacts, everything is covered in gold. And this is not, this is an antechamber, like the body's not even there, it's in the room next, next door. So there's all this shit, and because there's so much of it, they can't just move it out of the way to get to the the chamber where he's buried in because they have to take everything out clean it catalog it box it and ship it photograph it and that takes three months to do wow fucking christ and then they finally got over to the door and they opened it up and they found 
a fucking sarcophagus, which is basically three coffins inlaid in each other the size of the room. Oh they God. found King Tut. Now, what? Now let me ask you this. What, after they found it, how close to that did they know there was a curse or, or assumed? Well, the first person to die was George Herbert, the <laughs> Earl of Carvernon. He died oh, three months later. <laughs> no shit. Oh, no. Here's the weird thing. Okay, so here's the weird thing. Okay, and everything's weird about this. Yeah. Uh, Georgie was Boy. Was it Beatles? No. It was a mosquito. Not the mummy. No, no, but well, scarabs well, well, are beetles. Mosquito. Well, mosquito. First of all, you can't call me a nigga. What, <laughs> what, what do you mean a mosquito? What a mosquito bit Lord Carvana on the cheek. Now, the people that say if you look at where he was bit versus look at King Tut's mummy, there's a similar mark in the same area. Yeah. But that's, who knows if that's true, really true or not. Right. But he was bit by a mosquito. Now, Carvanad was not exactly a young dude. He was in his 50s, but he had a compromised immune system. And for three weeks or three months afterwards, he was getting sicker and sicker until he died of pneumonia. And on the day of his death, which was April 5th, allegedly, apparently, the moment he died... The entire city of Egypt's lights went out. It's uh, not Egypt, Cairo. That's the city. Egypt's a country. (laughs) The The entire country's lights went out. No, the entire city's lights went out, and the dog died. The dog, according to uh, Kavanaugh's son, the dog, who was a three-legged dog, not named Lucky, I wish it was. Her name was Susie. She went, and then killed the fuck over. That was the first death associated with... With King Tut's, uh, the f- discovery of King Tut's tomb. Oh, I mean, you have to see that. That's explainable. Yeah, technically, technically two. Yeah, technically, that's two deaths. Like, yeah. I mean, that's basically explainable. Now, what about you know, like, um, what made him think that this might have been a curse? Well, let's see. So that was April of 1923 that he dies. May of 1923, a visitor named George Gould, he dies. He had a fever, which led to pneumonia. So you had two people die of pneumonia within five months. And he's a visitor? Just He was a visitor, right. Okay. Five months go by. It just sounds like a mosquito to me. Two people dead, all right? Now, remember, this is the 1920s, and this was the first time we've ever uncovered a, a fully intact tomb with a mummy in it. Oh, really? This Yes. like okay. Because remember, 3,000 years passed, and tombs were raided by various okay. groups of people. So he dies, and there was a deal in place that there were there was only one newspaper that was being able to cover any of this shit. They wouldn't talk to any other. So they started writing up all this shit about these deaths and how it led back to the thing, the the, the tomb. Common, right. So it was very very strange. So they both, um, you know, they both died. Of nearly the same thing. Now, at this point, was stuff removed from there? Already? Everything, everything was removed. Now, what? Now, now to this day, do you know what they're doing? If they're still there, are they a tourist thing? Or? Oh, it's a tourist thing now. So people will go in there, even though there's, but there's nothing in there, right? There's nothing in there now. At least I don't think so. I didn't. I didn't really do my research into what's there now. I think most of the shit's on display in various museums, including Tut himself. Okay. I do know that. Um, they were moving everything, and they both saw. They were looking at photographs, 
and someone noticed that there's black mold in the tomb. So, like, there's black mold there. That explains the pneumonia. Yeah, well, that explains the oxygen getting into that tomb. Well, yeah, sure. But that would explain the pneumonia as well. Um, Now, five months after Lord Cavanaugh died, Mm -hmm. his half-brother died. His half-brother died from sepsis. But people think that the curse moved from him over to his half-brother. What's the matter? Are you okay? What is sepsis? Sepsis is like a blood disease. It's like a it's um, dirty blood. Your blood's not clean, and it's. Oh damn! How dare you call me a muggle? I did not. I don't know. Can can curses transfer? I don't know. And then, then here's but here's where it really takes off. Where everyone starts shitting their socks. What's with that fucking phrase? Hugh Evelyn White, who was a British archaeologist, he visited the t- the tomb. He started feeling really fucked up. He saw the deaths that had happened, and in 1924, he offed himself. And he wrote in his own blood, apparently, I have succumbed to a curse which forces me to disappear. When he wrote that, people went apeshit. And of course, there's warnings in the tomb, like, don't fucking move the body, we'll f- death will find you on swift wings. Well, that's what uh, with, uh, with any... Uh, yeah, you do any that with Egyptian anybody. In, uh, tomb. Yeah, it's here's the thing. Like I said, this was the first time we had ever truly found a, a tomb with a mummy intact with all of its treasures. This is the quintessential definition of grave robbing. It really is. Yes. No, you're not wrong. So, so you have Kavanaugh died, or Kavanaugh, whatever the fuck his name, the Lord, the Earl, Carvanon died. Earl. Dog. George the dog. George Gould died. Audrey Herbert, his half brother, died. You have Hugh Evelyn White die. Then you have a guy, and this is why I believe that if this is a curse, it, it, it loves it loves irony. There's an Egyptian Egyptologist named Aaron Ember, and he visited the tomb. He took some cool shit, and he came back to the United States. And he was hosting a party. He was writing a book about the Book of the Dead. And he was hosting a party showing off all of his fancy treasures, and his house caught fire. Nice. Now, the witnesses say that the house started as like, oh, hey, there's a fire in the other room. All right, everyone just move outside. I'm going to go upstairs, grab my book. I'll be outside in a minute. And all of a sudden, it went poof up in smoke. Like, it went so, like, the fire burned up the house so quickly, it was like the house was doused in gasoline. Ember burned to death, which is hysterical to me. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. So Ember dies, his it's wife dies, his dies son dies. Yeah, by the way, that's kind of fucked up to say that it's funny that someone died, asshole. Well, I mean, his last name is Ember and he gets burnt up? I don't care. Anyway, just to, not to cut you up, but on a side note here, uh, most of the tomb's goods were sent to the Egyptian Museum in Cairo mm. and are now <clears throat> now in the Grand Egyptian <clears throat> Museum in Giza. Uh, okay. Although Tutankhamun's uh, mummy and sarcophagus are still on display in the tomb, Flooding and heavy tourist traffic have inflicted damage on the tomb since its discovery, and a replica of the burial chamber has been constructed nearby to reduce tourist pressure on the original tomb. So they took almost all of the stuff out except for him. Okay. So let me let me just finish the last few people, then we'll go to the first okay, break. That's okay. Fine. Thank you. Another person doing my job. Thank so you, you have. <laughs> so now you have another man named Richard Bethel who was Lord Carvanagh's secretary. He died in 1929, 
Uh, although people think that his death is somehow related to Aleister Crowley. Whoa! Yeah. He was found smothered to death in a locked hotel room. That's exactly why he... Like, how do you get smothered in a locked hotel room? Yeah. So. Someone sent their spirit out. So. There's that guy, Richard Bethel. Then you have Sir Archibald Douglas Reed. Sir Archibald Douglas Reed. How these old English people are doing this? Mm, mostly. I mean, Ember was an American. Um, the most uh, Sir Archibald was he'd be you know British. Right. Um, he this guy X-rayed King Tut. Like when it got back to the museum, he died three days later. Jeez. <laughs> Yo. And then you have James Henry <laughs> Breasted. Another famous Egyptologist. He was a part of the to the team that opened the tomb. Um, okay, this actually... Sorry, this... His hat... Okay. He didn't die until 1935, right? Mm-hmm. But he found... He was passing by Howard Carter's tent right after they found the tomb. He had a pet canary. Aww. And as he passed, he heard the canary squawk. Mm-hmm. And as he walked in, I think this it's either Henry James Henry Breasted or it's a guy named Arthur Callender. I'm not sure which one was it. Let me put it like this. Everyone's dead now, it's a hundred years ago. But one of those those two men were passing Howard Carter's tent. The guy, you know, the guy who's supposed to be the head of the search. Mm-hmm. He's passing the tent, he hears the canary squawk. Right. Looks inside, in the cage, eating the canary, a king cobra. That happened the day they found the steps. <laughs> so, like, right there, right there, it's like, bad juju, do not go. Oh Lastly, the, the last man to die was Howard Carter himself, but he died at 64 years old of lymphoma. So he had cancer, and he lived a good life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So those are the people who were a part of King Tut's find they're no longer with us well this is, again this is a hundred years ago they would have been dead anyway but these are the people who died under weird circumstances mm-hmm. um, right after the tomb was discovered we'll be back after a quick break I'm Howard Dory, and I'm Jess Dory, and we host Plotting Through the Presidents we take deeply researched, deeply irreverent dives into the myths, mysteries, and scandals of the men and women who shaped America. Join us as we dive deep into topics like the undeniable ribs of Aaron Burr. The what now? And the odd feeding habits of everyone's favorite founder, John, John Adams? Adams. Subscribe and follow Plotting Through the Presidents now to plot along with us. Find out more at plodpod.com. Well, before we go to break, you said you just said it before. Had on November fourth, and I know this is this episode's going to debut, and uh, I know this episode's going to debut in twenty twenty three, but we're doing in twenty twenty two, and November fourth, nineteen twenty two to November fourth, uh, sorry, November fourth, yeah, nineteen twenty two to November fourth, twenty twenty two. It's been a hundred years since they discovered this. So it's been exactly 100 years. Yes. So we're doing this curse in exactly 100 years after they found King Cut. Oh, fucking great. <laughs> exactly 100 years. Yep. So we will be right back with more King Tut and his curse. and Maybe. Maybe. I mean, who knows? I think I'm going to take the hat off now. 
so we'll be right back. Eric, look, we are by the water finally. Ah, water. You know what you can put water in? You know what water goes great in? What? My Is This Real Coffee mug that you can get on www.greenarrowmedia.org. I'm not gonna drink that. <laughs> Hello all, this is JC3 from Is This Real? Do you want to start your own podcast? Then look no further than Buzzsprout.com. We here at Green Hour Media use Buzzsprout, and we love the team at Buzzsprout. They are all about helping you succeed. Buzzsprout gets your show listed in every major podcast platform. Follow the link in our show notes to let Buzzsprout know that we sent you. It gets you a $20 paid Amazon gift card if you sign up with a paid plan and help support our show. Join us and over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout.com to get your message out to the world. Hello, this is JC3 speaking. If you want to know more about Is This Real Podcast and our parent company, Green Hour Media, then visit greenhourmedia.org. You can find and follow all of our social media pages through our website. If you love our content, then you can support us by subscribing to our YouTube channel and our Patreon page. Remember, that is greenhourmedia.org. Hey everybody, this is JC3 speaking. If you want to learn how everyone here at Green Hour Media is behind the microphone, then you want to check out Cafe Talk with Cito. We talk about a variety of topics from video games to our own personal beliefs. So if you want to learn more about us, be at your computer June 1st and listen to Cafe Talk with Cito on all podcast streaming platforms. Welcome back to King Tut's Curse. Now, basically, in our first part, the first 20 minutes, we went through everything that's happened in King Tut's Curse. Mostly. There's not a lot here. How about, let me ask you this. Okay. Is there, sure. Has there any been any deaths, you know, that have been associated with um, the curse now? Or since... Like, up to date? Yeah, I mean, like, when they moved the stuff around, the people that were moving it around and stuff like that to different museums. Well, you just think about it. Oh, you, okay. Never. Mind. I mean, in that, I I haven't read anything. I don't know anything. If you read anything, I know. If you're going to talk about the people who have, uh, you know, were, were involved in the discovery, the of discovery it? of it. I mean, it's over a hundred. It's a hundred years old that since mm-hmm. they discovered. So, right. most of those people are going to be dead anyway. Not only that, there's like there was 58 people who were there when the tomb was uncovered and when the sarcophagus was sarcophagus was open, and eight of them died. The Can ninth you, being the X-ray, the technician back at the museum, and the tenth being the dog. That a curse, though. I mean, nine people died. Uh, nine know. out of fifty-eight. You know what I mean? Like mm, that is a pretty good, pretty big number. It's like fourteen percent. Is that? Did I do the math right there? Dude, my, my head's not in math. Well, nine out of fifty-eight. Now, so. and, 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 Carry the one. Divide, divide by pi. Square root of Ramsey's. I don't know. One, <laughs> one fifth of he the said, people. He said, "Wait, what?" He said, "Divide by pi." What? Square root of Ramses. 
So yeah, six point seventy-five percent. Okay, we'll go with that. I don't know if that sounds right. Well, you times that by a hundred, then. I, th- I, guess. I find it amazing that they found this thing in, you know, in that condition. Considering if you look at the map, all these other tombs were raided and destroyed right around it. You know, they got Ramses was like. Asshole. Literally, you come up the steps of this one, make a left, and it's right there. Right, and that's so, that's pretty strange. And it and they got and it got robbed. Yeah. So anything, but this thing must have been buried in the sand. Nobody knew it. Mm-hmm. And then they just got lucky and found it. And the weird shit is, there was two. So they have the rope, and you can look this up online. There's pictures of it where you could see the rope that was still wrapped around the door handle. Right. But they also say that when they opened the the antechamber. All of the stuff was like over, like pushed around. Like it wasn't just neatly laid in there. Right. It looked like either they threw it in there and they didn't give a fuck, which doesn't seem likely to me because this is a pharaoh you're talking about. They want to treat him with respect. Or that somebody was in there at one point and then left and then tied the noose, the, the, the rope back on the door. My thi- but why would they do that either? You why know? would they, yeah, if they're gonna, especially in, in, in this situation where most of these, if you look at the the online stuff, they look like a garage sale. Most of them, not that the, the architecture is right. just remarkable. Do you think they put up signs? Oh, well, the last survivors were Lady Evelyn Herbert, uh, that was Lord Cav- uh, Carnival's daughter, who was, you know, probably the, she was there on site in 1922. Right. She died in 1980. And an American archaeologist, J.O. Kinneman, who died in 1961, 39 years after the event. So that's the last person who was there. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you know, he died in 61. She died in 80. Uh, nothing bad happened. Has anybody tried to um, uh, study the curse as far as... Has anybody... Oh, have you on mute, bro. Is there any kind of... Or this is just speculation, right? I mean... I mean, the they're they're they, calling it a curse because it happened to all these people who are inside that tomb. So there, there's no literature or anything that they, the, the, the Egyptians besides well, besides the in when you go in there it says on the walls don't fuck with dead things because we'll hurt, haunt you. Wow. There's that, but Egyptians did believe you don't fuck with the dead right. because when you fuck with the dead, their spirit can get pissed off and they will strike you down from beyond the grave. They were very hocus pocus, and, and they were into some a lot of spooky shit. Wow! Uh, sniffed a lot of uh, blue lotus flowers. I think they have. <laughs> why? 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 Listen, why? Why? Listen, why? They were, because they like to they like to get high, and that's how they had a different. They were a thinking. desert people, who who fucked their own siblings. They were agrarian people, and they made these massive pyramids and and amazing structures. That's probably like the, I think Anthony, like to get high. Anthony said it before. It, the, what was written, uh, the, a medallion with the inscription inside, it said, death will come swiftly to those who disturb the tomb of the king. Now, if you want to consider that it took, uh, 1922, it took o- almost 60 years for every, mostly everyone who, not mostly, but like from the main source of people who, who, who you know, contributed to this to die. You know, well, nine right. out of fifty-eight. So, I don't, I don't know if you if you want to consider this. You know, it's it's a spooky thing because you know I it's mean, a tomb. You're dealing with with ancient Egyptian shit, and you, we want to call it a curse because we want to sit there and like tie everything together, and it sells. Oh, I imagine. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. There's I been mean, so shit. many things like like so many things. The Mummy, on, 1932. On, yeah, exactly. You know, uh, uh, Boris Karloff. Boris Karloff, the Curse of the Mummy's Tomb. Exactly. I mean, there's there's 
fucking Goosebump books written by R.L. Stein. Like, mummies sell because they're a spooky fucking It's not even that. Like, thing. like, like there's, I know there's there's so many documentaries about King Tut and the, the, the King Tut's curse and stuff like that. Van so. Halen, I mean, uh, uh, not Van Halen, excuse me. Uh, Iron Man's mascot's a fucking mummy. Yeah. So there's a, there's well, a, there's and a he's lot. more of a zombie, but still. What I find interesting about this. What do you this, find interesting? I, you know, you're looking, I'm looking at what they call the Made, Made, uh, Medane Project. And that preserves all these um, sites. And if you look at the architecture inside these tombs, it kind of looks like maybe a, I don't know, like a modern day motel spa. Yeah. You know, and to think about there was no electricity. There's no lights. They had to do this by candlelight. Okay. Um, Dragging all this stuff in there. It's just fucking amazing. And you want to know why we don't have that many mummies on display? Like, we have mummies. Like, Ramses has a fucking passport. Did you know that? King Ramses went on tour, I think, in the 70s. Like, they were shipping him around from country to country. Like, look, it's fucking King Pharaoh Ramses. He had to get a passport done, take his picture. I'm not joking with you. You can look up King Ramses' passport online. Because technically, that's a body. So, but there's a reason why we don't have that many mummies uh, uh, out there. It's because... Um, we ate a lot of them. Excuse the fuck out of me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, during the Dark Ages, uh, nobility over in like Germany, England, France, uh, Italy. Did I say England? They ate the powdered bodies of Egyptian mummies because back then they didn't understand medicine. So I'm just gonna ingest the remains that's of a fu- dead that's person. That's fucking disgusting. They did it. For medicine, medicinal use. That's just damn Germans in there. They did. There's not. It's not just German. It's a lot of people. The Italians, the French, and the German. But it's, it's nobility. Yeah, it's nobility. Kings, queens. It's like he's sick and dying. We've given him all the opioids we can. Give the king the body of the pharaoh. <laughs> That's basically. Has what there ever to. been oh, any? This is. Uh, you know, it seems like there's a lot of these tombs out there. Yeah. Has there ever been any other kind of supposed curse on anything else? With, uh, like, mummies or Well, like, I don't know. Like, any of these that, that would be the, the correct wall. term. It would be sarcophagi, right? I don't know. It's not sarcophaguses. <laughs> Am I wrong? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I'm no, not but you're strange. Major. That's really weird. I'm not an English what? major. I mean, how many mummies curses are there? I don't know. Just say pharaoh curses, All bro. Like Egyptian curses. Well, I mean, Egyptian curses, I, I don't know. Well, you could tell a million. You could say there's a million of them. You can't prove one of them. So, I mean, you know. All right, so there's seven actually seven. Ancient Egyptian curses. Let's see. Hold on. The, it's, the, weren't those the plagues? No. no. So you have King Tut's curse. King which Tut. We just King went Tut. over, right? And the warning on his tomb said, Death shall approach on rapid wings to him who disrupts the king's tranquility. Ooh, that sounds so peaceful. That was written on the door. And everyone went, nah, fuck it, this golden sign. That was 3,000 years ago. Fuck it. <laughs> strange. Oh. Ooh. So we have Osiris, the god of death. Osiris. Egyptian Egyptologist Walter Brian Emery discovered a little statue of Osiris. During an excavation in 1971, uh, Emery brought the statue with him, and he went to the bathroom to shower when he went home, and he heard him crying after a few minutes, and he's the, 
the assistant said that he stood there as if he was paralyzed. Mm-hmm. And he was. All his right entire side was paralyzed. It was he couldn't form words or anything, and they died the next day. That sounds like something like uh you know, like a stroke. No, it sounds like the beginning of fucking well not the beginning. Technically. It sounds like how the uh what was it? The Oh god, what was the name of the movie? Mm-hmm. Um, The Exorcist, The Exorcist Two, Exorcist okay. Three, how they found the little statue and yeah, okay, while digging, found something like that. So then you have the Curse of Kom Abu Billo. Um, says that his aunt died. This is off of Scope Empire, so God only knows how true this is. But says um, he was bringing items from the site of Kom Abu Billo. And that was a guy named Zahi Hawes. His uncle died a year later on the same day. His oh, So his aunt died that day. His uncle died the next year. And then his cousin died two years later. I just want... I, I, on the same day. Well, his aunt and his uncle didn't say about the cousin dying on the All same day. All I know day. is it, it says his favorite cousin. So he had a favorite cousin. Yeah, so his favorite cousin died. Some of the tombs of Squall... I'm going to fuck this one up. Sakara. I don't know about that. There's no U. Uh, Sakara. Sakara. Whatever. They have colorful colorful curses etched on the walls to keep intruders away. Uh, Salima Ikram of the University American University in Cairo examined some of the animal mummies discovered there. She explained that the inscriptions in human tombs are largely meant to dissuade trespassers from desecrating the mummies. Yeah, no shit. We're just trying to dissuade them. We don't want people touching our shit. Do you think like 3,000 years ago they were painting the curses on the walls? Like, what do you think this will do? I would dissuade them. This shall stop them. Uh, there's another ancient Egyptian relic that was given to the German embassy in 2007. Relics scare the fuck out of me. With a note from the ascender, anonymous sender, confessing that it cost him and his family nothing but grief. <laughs> he said, take this, Germans. I don't want it. No, no, no. For a German to go, I don't want this. You take it. This is giving me nothing but strife. I will donate to a museum. The thief allegedly stole the artifact as a memento while in Egypt and brought it back to Germany, but he soon became ill with an unexplained ailment. He developed a fever, and his disease progressed and uh, to paralysis and then eventually death. The thief's stepson sent the relic back because he was afraid that if he kept it in his possession that his rest of his family would die. So get that shit out of here. There's that. Oh, there's also the idea that um, one of the curses in Tut's tomb said that if you fuck with the body, you'll die of a a disease that no doctor will be able to cure. And that they very specific. Exactly. Well, that's what they thought. That's what the pneumonia was, or the mold, right? The mold. Um, So then we also have another one. There's this book, a French name. It's long. I'm not even going to try to read that. Don't, Joe. You'll have a stroke. It was published in 1699, and it was written describing a mummy's curse. Tret des mbambabums. Well, I would imagine that says something about embowelment, traits of embowelment. I'm going to Google that shit right now and see if we can translate it. Well, basically... It said in this book that there was a Polish man who brought two mummies from Alexandria with the intention of studying them for therapeutic purposes. 
therapeutic purposes? Sounds to me like you wanted to fuck the mummies, but okay. let's move Why? past that. A, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why do we have to go there? How are dead bodies going to be for therapy? <laughs> The story goes you that he never know. The story goes he began to be hunted, haunted by two ghosts who appeared on the boat as he sailed back across the Mediterranean. Of course they're going to haunt him. They and he violated this, their bodies. Right, but the ghosts started haunting him, and to respond, he threw the mummies into the water. He's like, get the fuck off the boat. <laughs> as soon as the bodies were swallowed by the sea, his visions of ghosts came to an end. All right, so, so what so was... Sam and Dean are right, so salt really kills them. Sam and Dean are right. <laughs> You're an asshole. So then lastly. They didn't burn it. Though. Treats embalmments. Yeah. Lastly, there could have been a mummy. A mummy might have sunk the Titanic. Whoa. It began as a ghost story. That's a, that's oh a good my one. God. Well, I have a question. Did we cover that when we covered the Titanic? We did no. not. I did not know this. When one of no? the mummies. You're the one who brought the Titanic, right? Yes. Yeah. I didn't, wow. know, I didn't know that there was a mummy on the Titanic. It may or may not be true, but it's still a fascinating story. It began as a ghost story with sounds emanating from a mummy's wooden coffin in one of Britain's museums late at night. Okay. When one of the museum guards inexplicably died, they planned to take the coffin to the United States and dispose of it on the Titanic. The rest of the story is a matter of fact. So basically, how they're trying to connect a pharaoh from 3,000 years ago was in a tomb, and somehow he know from Egypt, in the desert of Egypt, that there was going to be a giant iceberg, which he didn't know the fuck existed. That's not what he's saying, you dickhead. What he's saying was... I think that's not exactly you're on track there, Joey. No, what he, say, what he was saying was there was a... a, a I, I mean, I could. my guess is as good as yours. I'm just there, was, <laughs> there was a sarcophagus that was making noise in this museum. So he said, listen, there's a boat heading to America. Just toss it overboard America. when you're in the middle of the fucking ocean. So they loaded the mummy onto the boat, and he paid the guy 50 bucks, and he said, I'll just toss it overboard at your earliest inconvenience. <laughs> problem, is, problem is, Leonardo DiCaprio was there, and he was banging Kate Winslet in the car, so he couldn't get the mummy's tomb out. And then it hit the iceberg, and then it sank, Say and then aliens sent the laser beam down and blew the iceberg in two, and that's what sank the Titanic. I don't care if anybody tells me Leo could have fit. Leo could have fit on that... that, that. Slate. Anyhow, do we have do we have any more of this? I mean, that's a lot of Egyptian curses. Yeah, I see. I, I again, this is something that you know. See, like the previous episodes where we go into this with uh, you know high hopes, high hopes. <laughs> and you get like twenty minutes into it, and you go, you know what? We did everything. There's Good not, night, everybody. There's not really a lot there. Um, but think of this, Lily. You have eight people, nine eventually, and a dog. And a canary. Ten. Oh, yeah. And a canary, so 11. <laughs> and a very happy cobra. <laughs> Who all died very soon after they found this tomb that everybody was really hoping they would find. Because think right. about that. You are uncovering something that's 3,000 years old. And think about this. The curse actually stood upon people that fucked with it originally. In other words, you know, digging his tomb up and then bringing all the shit all over the world, the guys that are driving the trucks, they don't get hurt, they don't get hurt because they were the originally, you know, the ones... Yeah, I'm just hoping, look, I knocked on the table because I don't hope there's some, like, juju out there that, that comes into this booth. None no. of the FedEx drivers died, okay? You never know, all right? It's, it's The King Tut might be in the in Wi-Fi connection. You guys, I mean, you I, you probably don't, but I mean, you know I watch The Monsters, right? Yeah. Okay, well, there's an episode in The Monsters where Herman gets lost in a museum. Okay, and 
what he what happened was they had just brought this exhibit into the museum, King Tut's exhibit, is and they, they call it King Tut, and but they nobody opened it yet. So he got tired of walking. He got locked in the museum, so he figured he'd go into the sarcophagus and fall asleep. <laughs> so in the in the morning, the security guard hears, and he's looking. He, he can't figure out what it is. So he goes over, and he looks at the thing, and he hears a noise in it. And then Herman opens the thing like that, and the the, the, what, the guard just flips the fuck out. Shit himself. He shit himself because he saw Herman coming out of there. And then Herman woke up, found his way out of the thing, closed the sarcophagus. And then when the um, the reports of this giant seven foot green creature were walking through the museum late at night, they open up the sarcophagus and there was never anything there to begin with. So of course we went back to that state, and they thought that Herman was King, King Tut. Yeah. So so, uh, so I did note. some I did oh, some my math. boy. All right, wait, hold on. Eric did math. Hey, buddy. I did. I, hey, hey, hey. I did math. So uh, apparently, according to math, right now, uh, King Tuck's curse has a twenty point thirty nine uh, percent kill ratio. Success rate. <laughs> Success rate. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, those are rookie numbers. <laughs> <laughs> In the words of Block. In the are, words of the great Roblox on. I mean, it's not like last week. Like, he sat there, like, LeVay turned around and only cursed one person. Didn't get the person that he cursed. Right. So King Tut has more on his hands than LeVay does. So just put it like that. Yeah, there's a lot There's a lot more to LeVay that we didn't cover in that episode. You could do a whole I mean, there's a lot of people. Technically, he is one for one, though, because he did curse someone and still got the body. Task failed successfully. But it was the wrong body. Task failed successfully, yeah. So, okay. So if you want to put it like that, LeVay 100%, King Tut 20%. I don't know how we're... Someone out there is going to have... If we get big and really big with more people and listen, someone is going to sit there and have like a tally marker in in their fucking... LeVay won, King Tut. That'll be the new mug. (laughs) But I I mean, Anton has three bodies to his name. And uh, three? Yeah, there was three people who died in that car. Oh shit! So, so Levea has three bodies to his name, but King Tut had has ten. Three hundred percent. But but King Tut has ten. So Tut has eight people. Yeah, okay, eight, uh, and eight. branched down to like you hey, know, dogs that, and. No, oh, real that, quick though, I mean, I, I, I did that out of eleven because I thought it was like the canary and the oh, dog yeah, that's and true. all that too. Real quick though, I did a little sidebar from last week's episode. I, you asked this. And I didn't have the answer then. You asked if there was a connection between LeVay and Manson. Mm-hmm. And there was. Oh, I asked that. Oh, you asked oh, that. we did. We did. So if, it's eight, so if it's eight, if it's one eight, of King the, Tuck's curse has a 14% success rate. Okay. One of the, I forget her name, but she was one of the ones who killed uh, like the, the pregnant woman and then the actress. and Susan the, Atkins? Yeah. Okay. She was a, ba- she was a Satanist. And she knew Anton LaVey, not personally, she but... Was a, Susan they, Atkins was a Satanist? They had, the I'm thinking it, the thing that's her. They had crossed paths. Well, yeah, you had Susan Atkins, you had Katie Krenwinkel, and you had... Um, Katie Krenwinkel. Yeah. Um, I'm, I think it's Susan Atkins. I would never be afraid of I somebody was, named Katie Ken Krenwinkel. So she's six a fork in your fat ass. But I was... as I was the fat name, I was, As I was doing research, I did find that Susan Atkins, I'm pretty sure it was her... Cross paths with Anton LaVey before meeting up with Chucky. <laughs> so. <laughs> the motherfucker said Chucky. 
Just saying. That's something to research for you. Well, she attended a couple of LaVey's sermons, I think. That's the connection. Didn't know him personally, but then went didn't on know personally. Didn't know personally. carry on those beliefs over to uh, Chucky's side. You're a dick. Well, gentlemen, I think this episode is... We, 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 we kicked the proverbial King Tut tomb. Um... So there's nothing more we can cover on this. Nothing, Joey. Really I think you're in denial. I think there's always shut up. More to cover. Shut the hell. That was up. a dumb joke. Yes, it was. So next week, guys, I have n- never heard of this one before. But next week we have the curse of Tippecanoe. Yes, which I believe is um, it involves the presidents and then specifically yes. the presidents that who are elected in a year ending in a zero for a very long time, all died in office like that's the weird curse and i there's gonna be more to it i haven't done the research in it yet but i know that's the big part of it i mean obviously it, it, like it ended with i think reagan because reagan was elected in 80 right dad uh actually he was uh, yeah 1980 he was yeah. elected yeah so it ended with reagan because richard nixon because it ended with reagan uh and every president who's been elected in a zero since then has been fine but it's just been uh Reagan, Trump, uh, no, no, Reagan, Bush, and uh, 2020 was uh, Biden. So, I mean, if Biden doesn't die in office, then that's three for three past the curse. Well, but, I don't want the guy to die. I mean, I, mean, I hate the motherfucker, but I don't want to see anybody dead. He's a father. Okay. He's a father, a grandchild, grandfather. You don't want that. It just, you know. Well, no, you but, know, but like, we don't get out wish, screaming in cuffs. So now we I'll, don't you know. wish death upon anybody. No, but, but. But it would make the curse a little more interesting. Never mind. Um, but yeah, if you look back, the big part of Tippecanoe is if you were elected in a year that ended in a zero, you went belly up in office. Why do yeah. they call it Tippecanoe? Kennedy. Kennedy, Lincoln, Lincoln, there's a couple of them. There's like eight, like seven out of eight died. Wasn't the guy that was assassinated before Kennedy? I believe it was 1900 he got. I can't think of the president. Garfield? No. 1900? No, not Garfield. Well, you know what? Well, to be be discussed. Yeah, we'll talk more about uh, this next week. So go around the room. Okay, so, Dan, (laughs) do you believe that there is a curse for King Tut? Just gonna surprise you. I do. I, I want to say no. I want to say no. I don't believe it because, to me, nine people out of fifty-five or whatever it is, fifty-eight, fifty-eight. To me, I don't know. It sounds a little, a little far-fetched, but you can't ignore the fact that it did happen, and it was on the writing was in the tomb. Now you don't know what they're playing with. Uh, you know what kind of magic. You know, in in those days, you don't know. I mean, Osiris alone scares the shit out of me. He, that's the uh, the dead, the uh, god of the dead. Right? God of the dead. Yes, yes. yes. See, Anubis was the god of the afterlife. Of, no, no, no. He was the so it's it's like this. Anubis was the god of the dead. Osiris was the god of the underworld. So you have the idea of death and the idea of underworld, or, or I guess you could call it hell. I do believe two uh, different gods. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw my uh, towel in the. I do believe there was a curse section because again, if it didn't, if you didn't have that writing on the on the tomb. Um, or the the subsequent tombs, I'd say no. It's just somebody's imagination. But yeah, Pete, I, the god of air conditioning, I have to. No one prayed to him. Go along with. I have to say it's true. All right, All right. Mr. West, Mr. West, Mr. West. Uh, fence. What the fuck, man? <laughs> just, just fence. 
Like, literally, you can't say, well, I'm on the fence, or and can you give me an explanation why? Fence. Just no explanation. Gotcha, fence. gotcha, gotcha. Pharaoh Tony. Tonesy's the first. Okay. So let it be written. I, 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 okay, no, I don't think, I think if it was a curse, the number would be a little higher. I think the idea of saying, hey, don't fuck with this tomb or death is going to come after you is a good threat to put on anyone's grave. <laughs> why would, why wouldn't you? I want that on my grave. Hey, leave the fat fuck alone or he's going to come back and haunt you. He's going to sit on you while you sleep. Smother you with those A plus ass cheeks he had. I think you had two guys die of pneumonia. You had a guy burn up in a fire. Tony comes back the only one, average deaths. The the only one that really does spook me is the one that is the one guy that they found in a locked room smothered. That one spooks me because yeah. typically that doesn't happen. No. You gotta make Wait, wasn't that for for um one uh, guy killed himself. No no you know the, I mean? the, like, the guy in the locked room smothered, you said that was for for uh LeVay, wasn't it? No. No. Crowley. No. No, no. I thought and, it was Crowley, too. Well, that's the thing. They think he's associated with Aleister Crowley. Right. So how which, is he associated with King Tut? Well, because he was he was one of the guys who was there for King Tut, too. You I mean, it's, it is possible he knew he was had he was there for both. You know, he happened to know Aleister Crowley, and he happened to be at King Tut's thing. So Interesting. my point is, that's the only one that spooks me. And if Aleister Crowley was some magical, mystical, war do- warlock, evil fuck... Then there's a good chance that maybe it's the death is more Aleister Crowley's than it is King Tut's. So if it is spooky ooky, spooky ooky, and it's Crowley's, then I can't give that to Tut. But everyone else with Tut's like, okay, sick, 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 burnt up. Eric, scratch that one off a of Tut's board. Suicide. <laughs> it's like these are things. Like, listen, it, it sucks that it all happened to these people who discovered Tut's tomb, but coincidences are a motherfucker. Like it'd be one thing if like. It'd be one thing if they like found a motherfucker dead and like like King Tut was here was written in the wall. Like I mean, I, I think it was him. I, Jesus Christ! Uh, the, let me play the, the mosquito Don't bite. Don't touch me. That killed um, Lord Big Bucks, who funded the whole fucking thing, happened on his cheek, right? And when they did a uh, an X-ray and they examined the body, they said that there was a mark that was on uh, Tut's cheek. But Kavanaugh was already dead, or whatever, Cornwall, whatever the fuck, Lord Cornwall's, the fuck his name is, was already dead for months, and they weren't going to dig his ass up to compare where the cheek marks was. So, like, is it really that big of a deal? Like, uh, that he had an infection and a bite on his cheek, and this dead person had a thing on their cheek? Like, coincidence, people. All right, I, I can see your point. And that, that cobra was just hungry, and the dog had one leg. Uh, the dog had three legs. That poor little tripod of a, of a canine can't even run. Hey, what, what was the bird, uh, the species? Uh, it was a canary. Canary? Yeah. I mean, it, it's a fucking cobra. It's like, look, lunch. Okay. Yeah. Um, for me, at least, I, and I'm I'm with him. I don't think it's I don't think it's a curse. I think it's just coincidence. These wow. people. I'll, I'll be honest. This week? Just just think about it though, like. 60 years, like, only, not even 10 of these people who discovered this tomb are dead. And two of them weren't even at the site. You know, right. they were just dealing with the body and, and whatnot. Well, see, that's what I, yeah, that's um, what I'm trying to say, too. I, to me. Okay, you know, you, just, I was just talking. You, you can know. just cut. We, you, you. <laughs> this fucking guy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But, yeah, I, 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 
I don't know. For it for it to be a curse, more spooky shit has to happen. More uh, mysterious deaths have to happen. Like most of these guys died because of whatever, you know, I like sickness the, and. I, I I looked it up. No one on the cleaning crew died afterwards. You know what I mean? After they took everything out and they want... It is a cleaning crew, Dad. Like, I'm not fucking around here, but like after they took everything out and King Tut went on a world tour, because I know they did that with him. After they graved Robin. After they graved Robin, we're like, all right, we're going to put him back. Let's clean everything up. We're going to make it a tourist track. We're going to sell t-shirts. They sent a bunch of people in there with with Fabuloso and rags. None of them died. None of them went belly up. They're just clean. Oh, King Tut. Nope. Okay, we're going to end this episode here. Mira, Mira, get me the bleach. We're going to end this episode here. We're going to end this episode here. My fucking Christ. Okay. Next week, like I said, we have the, the Curse of Tippecanoe. Remember, everybody, our uh, Patreon is now a dollar. Please go sign up. Please go listen. Our uh, new show, Is This Show True Crime, is going to be up and running on that Patreon account. So if you want to listen to more true crime stuff, that's going to be on Patreon exclusive. Please go and listen. Um, go follow our TikTok. Go follow our all of our social medias. Is this real PC? Uh, you know, follow Pope Tony the First. Follow JC Three. Uh, what's uh, what's your TikTok name, Dad? Uh, I don't have a TikTok. No, you don't have a TikTok. Right. Well, isn't that Angry Uncle? It yeah. is. Ang- I, I used the Angry Uncle. I did that for yeah. For obviously. Oh, we also dropped the first episode of the uh, Is This Real Cooking Show. Yes, Is This Real Cooking has, is up and running. Um, new episodes. Okay. Are going to be coming out soon. Uh, just remember, guys, everyone say goodnight. Yatsumi. Adios, motherfuckers. Remember, guys, question everything. Good night. Love you. See you next week. Konnichiwa, bitches. It's Ryu West speaking. If you want to find out more about the Is This Real podcast, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash isthisrealpc or on Twitter at isthisrealpc or on Instagram at is this real podcast? All one word. 